Carl Jung said, Awaken and shine your light for others to follow. The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrienne McDonald, and welcome to the Source Code Podcast. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time. Grab your coffee, or your favorite tea, or eggnog, or a glass of wine, whatever works for you. And let's get into what the muse has for us today. We are almost at the end of 2023. Can you believe it? I, I feel like this, this, this month has just flown by. And this is my year-end wrap-up, so I thought I would give you a little update on some things that I have learned this year. So you know how people pick the word of the year? Well, I've been doing that for quite some time. My word of the year usually starts coming to me like, I don't know, early November for the upcoming year. Interestingly enough, this year, I got nada, like nothing's coming through. It's not arrived yet, but I know I have faith it'll show up a year-end. Anyway, my 2023 word of the year is embodiment. My intention was that I wanted to better embody the knowledge and wisdom that I have acquired through all the personal development work I have done over um, the years, especially like the last 10 years. And of course, the universe has quite the sense of humor. In order for you to embody, you must integrate. That is just the way it works, folks. And sometimes integration is, uh, shall we say, challenging. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it is challenging. So I got to say, even though my word of the year is embodiment, I'd say the theme of the year has definitely been integration. And when I think about the takeaways, um, I think my biggest takeaway has been that knowledge will only get you so far. In order to integrate and embody knowledge so that you can turn it into what I considered like true wisdom, you you must move that through your whole being. It's not just an intellectual exercise. You gotta like your whole being, your body and your like your mind, body and spirit. They all have to be like. In, in, in the process. And I think that one of the most undervalued tools in that process and a must in that process and the reason why people find it so hard is the is contemplation, like the art of contemplation. As so much of society wants this like silver bullet solution to everything. And I mean, I... I I've certainly gone down that path. Like, show me the five steps to fix me. And I know a lot, and I see a lot of marketing and personal development, self-help realm, focuses on that. Like, here's the five steps to do X. Which brings me, I think, to another takeaway. I believe there's a huge difference between the classic self-help, personal development world, which is stuff like, you know, I want to have more confidence or I want to be more productive or something of the like. And true soul-aligned 
growth and transformation. I think there's a definitely a place for the classic self-help, but at some level, I believe it's it's limiting. And I probably feel that way because a lot of what I see is around like mindset hacks or if you do more, you'll be more type vibes. And soul-aligned growth has to have a very strong spiritual component of some sort. It feels deeper. It is deeper. But there's no one way that has to look. The individual has to find what works for them. I mean, for me, I've been studying shamanism for several years now. And Celtic shamanism in particular, in depth over the past year. But not just studying it. I've integrated practices into my daily life as well. And I've also done the same with a much deeper study and integrating the practices from human design and the gene keys. So with the combination of those things, it's really and in, in the integration, again, into the daily life, that's what's made the major shifts. Now, you've, you've heard me say, sometimes, I mean, on this podcast before, you've heard me say, sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. And I feel like that's, I've really been living that over the past year. I really slowed down. And, um, you know, I had these periods of, like, I would slow down, and then I would have this, like, big acceleration point, and then I would slow down, I'd have this big acceleration point. And the other thing that I realized was sometimes the only way to expand is to subtract so you can create that space, that to simplify to be still at times. I've really embraced stillness at a much deeper level, too. And as someone that is a type A recovering control freak, that has been quite the interesting journey. And it's it's definitely have a ripple effect. I mean, I feel more deeply rooted than I ever have. It's changed the way I teach. It's changed what I teach. It's changed my relationships, my goals, the the, even the type of client I work now work, is, is slightly different. And this has all been in really amazing ways. The I think it's Michael Singer that talks about the roommate in your head, that critical voice. Well, my roommate is far, far more quieter now. Not gone. Now, let's be clear. We all have our days, and I am no different. However, I have a much deeper connection with my voice and my purpose, I have much less desire to fall back into a rescuer or people pleaser mode of being. I am very connected with knowing what feeds my energy and what takes my energy away, how best I process information, how best I make decisions. And I think that's one of the great things about using human designs because you really contemplate that inf- the information it gives you. But more importantly, I have integrated it into the way I actually operate. And 
it's helping me operate at a different level of um, optimization. <laughs> I mean, it, it just, it, it's, there's less fighting. There's a more natural cadence. Um, and the, the integration part was kind of interesting, but the actual operations part is much more smooth and flowing. And because of all that, I'm less easily distracted by external chaos. And when I do get sucked in, and uh, let, let us be clear, again, human, I recognize it and I can course correct so much faster. So what I would invite you to do is think about the knowledge that you've acquired, but you aren't embodying. Like, who are you being? And I, I think it's like sometimes you don't need another program. I mean, and I, again, I'm in the business of, you know, working with people in, in programs. But sometimes you don't, you don't need another program. You need to integrate what you already know. And maybe that's a better question is why am I not integrating what this knowledge that I have learned is like why is it not translating into action and like how well do you know yourself do you know what feeds your energy what takes it away how best you process information how best you make decisions like are you a gut and go person or is it better for you to sleep on something get the nudge and sleep on it the other thing I would encourage you to do is contemplate what you're drawn to for your own spiritual growth. Now, this is a very interesting thing, because when I have a conversation about this with people, a lot of times I'll get the, well, I don't, I'm not religious, I'm not going to church. And I had not mentioned church at all, but because I've had some um, non-pleasant experience in the, fa- in the past, and they're associating with that, there are many, many, many different ways spiritual practices can look okay um oracle cards are a spiritual practice my mother is a fantastic uh pianist uh, and when she plays that is a spiritual practice for her walking in the forest can be a spiritual practice you got to explore you got to contemplate then the universe is going to nudge you in some way. If you ask and like, I, I need something, you need to find what works for you. Remember, I'm all about individualization. When I work with someone, like, I, that's, it's like, let's find what works for you. Like, this is the information. How can you integrate it best, right? So give that some thought. And also, I have created a gift for you, Hearth. I told you about that on the last couple of podcasts. It's now ready for download. I will put the link in the show notes. Um, there are reflective questions to contemplate, and there is a meditation, and I share my uh, favorite year-end ritual. So if you've not picked that up yet... I think you will find that useful. And always, thanks for listening. Have a merry, merry holiday season. And I will return 
from winter break, January 12th. So until then, happy to connect on social media, tend to be on IG threads, Facebook, LinkedIn, more than anywhere else. And of course, remember to find beauty every day. Thank you for listening to the Source Code Podcast. If you found this episode insightful and feel moved to, please leave a review and share it out with those you believe will find it helpful. You can check out my website for more information at www.adriamcdonald.com. And for more of my more regular musings, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and LinkedIn. I hope you have a beautiful week.